1: Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're tuned into Us Weekly's hot Hollywood podcast. The show where we break down all of the hottest celebrity gossip stories of the week. The weird, the fantasible, the one that made us chuckle. Um, And I could not do this by myself because, again, that would just be me, a crazy person by himself at home screaming into the void. So luckily, I am joined by my two amazing guest hosts host, Arbiter Beauty and Style at Us Weekly for a while now, and again, face never looking more snatched, it's Gwen Flamberg.
2: Well, hi guys. I love screaming into the void with you, Travis. I do, I do. Thank you for that glowing introduction. Glowing, cause I do glow.
1: It is glowing. And speaking of glowing, baby woman Sarah Huron is glowing today. Maybe it's the Florida sun. Maybe it's the more ginger in her hair. You are looking great today. She really? is a deputy baby woman. Please address her as such as she's worked for these titles.
3: Hi Sarah Huron. Hi, I think it's the sunburnt forehead. With um, a little bit of sunscreen and super glow uh, residue,
2: (laughs) giving me a glow. (sighs) Together, the three of us are the poster children for Taylor Swift's song, Be Jeweled. Be Jeweled, best believe.
1: Yes, we are. Before we get into the news, let us go around and do our woes of the week. These are the stories that just stood out to us and had a little something extra special that we wanted to talk about. Run Flamberg, what was your woe of this week?
2: Well, get out the smelling salts, you guys, because it is haute Couture Fashion Week in Paris, and the designers and celebrities are not disappointing. Everything got kicked off earlier this week at Scaparelli. I'm sure you guys saw it because the women on the runway, which included Naomi Campbell shalom harlow like old school amazing yeah. glamazon models from the 90s and of course in the front row kylie jenner wearing dresses and designs that incorporated animal heads of course they were not real animal heads they were created out of paper mache and the like but kylie with a lion head dress King Kylie, I mean, was anything better? Also, at that same show, Doja Cat walked in as the lady in red. Dante's Inferno come to life, entirely painted in red, covered in thirty thousand Swarovski crystals. The look was done by none other than our godmother, Hat Mother. McGrath. Everybody else, pat McGrath, using thirty thousand Swarovski crystals over five hours. Just an absolutely wild look. The craziness continues at Victor and Rolf. The dresses were upside down and models couldn't see. I mean, this is a sight to behold, guys. And there are so many A-list celebrities in the front row this season. So you know what to do. Go to usmagazine.com slash stylish and read all about it.
1: And I love that PETA was so for these dresses. They were like, we love this because you use paper mache. We don't care that you look like you're wearing animals. Just don't kill one to do it
2: not everybody was so enamored carol radziwell former real housewife of new york who um you know is a big animal rights activist she uh put on her socials that she thought that it was just very amorphous that it was like even though they were fake you're still glorifying big game hunting and animal heads and um there's a little bit of controversy but haute couture is meant to bring over the top looks and this was the most over the top since before the pandemic and I'm here for it. And most of the fashion world is with me.
1: You know, I thought the biggest controversy from that show was when Irina Shank, baby uh, Bradley Cooper's baby mother, turned the yep. corner, and her and Kylie were wearing the same dress, and Yuzima and Kylie, and it's you can't really tell if she knew that was going to happen. It seems like she didn't really know it was going to happen. <laughs> also, the pictures of her trying to take selfies with the lion head and Doja Cat giving looks out of her eye was just. That's good. Meme worthy.
2: It's very unusual for a celebrity in the front row to be wearing a dress yeah. from the current collection that's going down the runway. So that's why that got so much attention. Personally, for me, the dress, the moment was Shalom Harlow in the White Leopard.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: That was the I one love that really Shalom. liked. It's been a while oh. since we've seen her
2: true speaking of
3: kylie did we talk about baby air
1: no baby please air, which... leave that in for your woe of the week please
3: well baby air finally won made his debut kylie had this kid almost a year ago and has not shown his face or revealed his name until this weekend and the pictures he's the cutest kid i mean they always make cute kids but that kid is pretty freaking cute
2: They make absolutely gorgeous kids. I just love all of the controversy surrounding the name. And my favorite bit that I loved, you know, nobody knew how to pronounce it. But my favorite bit was that apparently in Arabic, air means penis. Really?
3: Mm -hmm. Yes. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just thinking, obviously, stormy goes with air. I thought I thought I was thought it was airy. So I was one of those. But then Kylie commented and clarified it's air, which to me means why put the E at the end to make this extra you know confusing for everyone whatever but a i r e is pronounced air and now it's like stormy and air like if they have a third it doesn't have to be lightning or thunder or
1: land
2: thunder would be great i think um you know something that has to do with bigger than life itself i kind of think that that is the vibe that uh king kylie's going for and she manages to, uh, you know, push everyone's buttons. So kudos to her. Oh, she I
1: thought headphones. Air sort of was a take on H-E-I-R to be like, this child will be inheriting lots of money. I sort of thought that that was in the name.
2: But, Ooh. you know, she named him Air before Spare was a thing.
3: <laughs> I saw the best, the comment that was killing me the most was people saying, you know, Stormy is calling her brother spare uh, spit the a with that capital and I was like so true and also you guys I'm this is so random but everything I'm reading I feel like these days is relating to Harry Potter I mean is relating to William and in Harry and I'm finally reading the last Harry Potter book you know I've been on this journey and there was a line it's in dark. it about Dumbledore and his brother fighting at their sister's um, funeral and it was like oh they it was like a duel and I was like if Dumbledore and his brother are gonna get
2: into a physical fight everyone <laughs> smile it's okay that William Harry and Harry did it's brothers <sighs> fight you know.
1: Well said. I mean, I'm
2: mean, i so jealous that you're on this journey. So how close are you to the end?
3: Um, I have like 350, 400 pages left of the Deathly Hollows. Oh, it's so good. I'm I took so a break jealous. in between six and seven to read Daisy Jones and the six because I wanted to Ugh. be part of that conversation. So I read that right. this weekend. Now, perfect timing for the trailer to come out. I already oh, ordered the vinyl. I'm all in on that train now. So I'm, just, I'm reading. Let's in talk about that.
2: Let's talk about that trailer. It looks and so I mean, good. That, what a time for Riley Keough. You know, I mean, it's uh oh, all bittersweet. But Daisy Jones, it's one of my faves. I cannot wait. Can't it's wait, be good. Can't wait. I'm so excited. Well, I had like
3: seventeen woes there, but on my
2: real one, <laughs> real quick.
3: Um, oh, my god, case, she hasn't even said it yet. No, in case you haven't been following Austin Butler's Elvis press tour, um, which he's really trying to get that Oscar. Speaking of Lisa Marie and the Presley family and Riley Keough, um, obviously trying to get that Oscar for Elvis. He did get the nomination. And in most of his press, he's been kind of, they've been talking about how he landed on this role, how it happens. And he's been referring to the story as one of his friends overheard him singing Blue Christmas when they were looking at Christmas lights. And he keeps using the word friend. And we're like, um, excuse me, we know that it's Miss Vanessa Ann Hutchins sneaker night, baby V, your girlfriend at the time, partner of 10 years was the one who heard you singing in the car because she's told this story back when they were still together um, on like Kelly and Ryan and all these shows. And she was like, babe, you have to play Elvis. You have to play Elvis. So he's telling all these stories and just keeps saying friend. And we're like, put some respect on Vanessa Ann Hutchinson's name, Austin Butler. So he finally did. He did another interview with the Los Angeles Times. And he said, I was with my partner at the time when asked by the journalist, if he was in fact piecing about speaking out of Vanessa, he said, that's right. We'd been together for so long. And she really had this sort of clairvoyant moment. And I, so I owe I really owe her a lot for believing in me. Like, thank you. It was, it was Vanessa and we knew it.
1: Yeah. I bet you, you better dedicate it to her, the queen of Coachella. So, you know, Wait, her Oscar, as her majesty. You should
3: dedicate this Oscar to Sneaker Knight should be playing when he goes on stage yeah. to accept.
1: They're like, I want to accept this role on behalf of her role in High School Musical 2. Not one or three, but two. This is for you, When she had to v. go her own way. Yes, yes. I've never seen acting like that before. Right. Well, my woe of the week is more of, it's more rage-filled. And I know, I know, Sarah, you will understand this a lot. It has to do with Heather Gay from The Housewives of Salt Lake City. This whole premise of the last part of the storyline has been how she got this black eye. They were on a girls' trip. They're staying domestic, because Jen Shaw can't leave the country. But they were on a girls' trip, and Heather Gay woke up with a terrible black eye. I mean, it looks like she got socked in the face, no doubt about it. So she was playing so coy and be like, I don't know who hit me. I don't know how I got it. And we were to think that they were partying until four in the morning and one of the other women hit her. I thought it was Jen Shaw and she didn't want to give her more legal issues. But it turns out that she was just drunk and fell and hit her face on the kitchen sink, gave her that black eye and she didn't want to admit she's an alcoholic. And why this was my woe this week was because it was such a buildup and just such a letdown, like edging us all season. It was, it just made me go woe for all the wrong reasons. Well, let us get into some of the news of the week. I want to start off with Tom Brady, uh, Mr. Giselle Buncheon as we call him, and Giselle. So... I mean, first of all, let's talk about the photos. So, uh, Joaquim um, is the jiu jitsu trainer that uh, Giselle has been spotted with, and they were just spotted riding horses together in Costa Rica. So, it seems like there's something going on there, but that's not what I want to talk about. What's wild with them? Tom Brady was on an episode of Let It or Let's Go on Monday's episode, and Jim Gray uh, asked him Brady about his plans for retirement after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers failed to make the playoffs again this weekend. They made, they were in the
2: playoffs, but they, but they lost.
1: Okay, failed to make it the Super Bowl.
2: They failed to advance towards the Super Bowl.
1: Great, they are officially unsuper. And he was (laughs) asked, Tom, you're leaving everyone guessing. Um, you'll need to take your time. Do you have any type of timetable as to when you might want to do regarding your football career? Wow, that is a, really a mouthful to ask when you're retiring. Um, and then Tom Brady completely snapped at his co-host. He says, if I knew what the F I was doing, I would have already effing done it. He fired back. And then he sort of <laughs> scaled back and was like, I'm taking it a day at a time. Um, trying to fill their awkward silence, silence with laughter. He's like, I appreciate you asking. Thank you. It was very, very awkward, and of course, this um, is on the heels of him getting into a huge fight with Giselle. Sources tell us it was the biggest fight of their relationship, and ended it because he wouldn't give up football and focus on their family and let Giselle step into the spotlight and start her own. Now, I, watching this interview and reading it, seemed like he was just wildly insecure and fired back about that guy. I was like, he's like, you're not my ex-wife yelling at me. It was just, it's sort of a wild time for them. And the nerve seems to be very tender for Mr. For the former Mr. Giselle Buncheon.
3: I mean, it's just so hard to like, obviously we don't really know, but really hard to believe that he doesn't regret this decision because it was like kind of a lame year for his Career, he's obviously has such a huge legacy, and it feels like to me that he's ruining it because not only did, I mean, they still made the wild card round, like the Bucks made the playoffs, whatever, but they lost. Who didn't? I will, yeah, but also like. He's been, like, breaking iPads on the sidelines. He has this podcast now where he's, like, dropping F-bombs. And, like, I feel like he's ruining his, like, Tom Brady. He's, like, face just keeps, like, he got all that fat removed that everyone's doing. Like, I just feel like everything that he's known for, obviously, he's going to have these records. Like, he's still going to go down histories, whatever. But it just feels like day by day, he's tarnishing a little bit more of his legacy. And, like, iconicness as also, like, a family. Like, not only in football, on and off the field, he kind of was... A thing. And now obviously off the field's gone. Cause he's breaking all the iPads and got the divorce and whatever. And now it's like, he's tarnishing his own thing. So like, why is he now going to go back and try to remedy this? So then we look at this as just a bad year, but then there's more better years to come. Is it just an ego thing? Like, I just feel like this was obviously a mistake.
2: I think it is 100% an ego thing. I think that what the world is watching is a massive midlife crisis in action. And you know, people have short memories. So if he continues to keep playing football and like retire a couple more times and come back, he's like the share of the the share
1: his farewell tour.
2: (laughs) Exactly. He, he might sort of better himself um, as an athlete, but he blew up his second family. Like this, there's no going back. Giselle is not taking him back. He just looks like a dum-dum and, Gosh, I hope that he didn't actually get his buckle fat removed. I don't Just think he well.
1: did. I think he I
2: lost th- a bunch of weight. That's what I think. I think it's he's in turmoil
1: me too. I think it's like the concaveness from the turmoil. Uh, maybe face,
2: he, you know, he's very maybe, angular. He,
1: maybe he's on that like diabetes drug that every O-Zem-Bick. single celebrity O-O-O-O-O-O-Z-E-C-K.
2: is on. Ozempic.
1: You know, yeah. There's a lot of celebrities admitting to being on that. That makes you see food as you know, makes you nauseous whenever you're around food. Um, And I heard from a source that there's a lot of celebrities on it that we don't know about.
2: Everybody's on it. And how about people that we do know about? And how about just celebrities who seem to get thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner, like before our eyes. (laughs) Mindy Carey, like Um, forget the Kardashians. Like, I think she's, Mindy sort of thought she could like go under the radar and nobody would notice, but like, sorry, no other way that, yeah, you're suddenly like have the body of a Kardashian. (laughs) Um, But did you read these quotes from Chelsea Handler? Yes. Who said that she didn't even know that she was on it. Meanwhile, it's an injection. Yeah, I don't oh, get she that. she knew either. that you were taking something, and <laughs> come on! And it seems like she got not it. Really at- like us. No, they're not. It's,
1: it seems like she got it at the place where she, like, gets her Botox and filler, and they were just like, oh, here, take these <laughs> syringes home with you for, like, a little, like, skinifying. That is just, you You don't not know. If someone gives you a needle to take home, I'm pretty she sure also, they like, let do
3: you, you have know. type 2 diabetes, or do you I'm not so are you taking it for a cosmetic oh, well, so reason so or do people, you
2: all there there are so many people you don't have to have diabetes to take it and everybody that i know like personal friends who did it and they do it literally to lose weight they have the worst side effects and if you're say, somebody, yeah. is this gonna last like when people go off of it oh once you go off it the weight's gonna come you back, get right uh, back yeah you kind of have to be on it like have forever. we not and learned at this point that none of the shit works
3: anymore like you either pay for the surgeries and get your body or do a calorie deficit and work out and eat vegetables and salmon and that's how it works
1: yeah that is but as a you nutritionist know. add that to my list as a lawyer and oh,
2: your general counsel and <laughs> yeah RN. I like- I heard Registered you a I don't remember
3: what you were talking about, but there was some law thing. Now I don't remember what it was, but someone told me that you you needed. It was
1: Alec Baldwin. Um. who we are going to talk about as well. Well, thanks for that segue. Let's go to Alec Baldwin. Um, so I was talking to my dad, who is a gun expert, and he was telling me about the. Gun that was fired, and it was you know from like World War One times. He says that it has like
0: delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell crowe Now available on digital, Crow portrays an ex homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best. To let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. slash pods to get 50% off your first month.
1: Sort of like a double cock system and then a trigger. So it really has to be like a very intentional shot. This isn't like a new gun where you can sort of just like clickety click the back and then pull the trigger. This is from a long time ago. So you have to do like a lot of steps. I'm not saying it's a musket, but like there's a lot of steps to like have it to get to fire so it was just a little strange like talking to my dad about that with all that had to go through and again we were confused and we needed our general counsel because we don't understand how it's not the armorer on set but we did hear a little bit so the santa fe County district attorney mary Carmack alwitis alwis mm-hmm. um and special Prosecutor andrea reeb announced that alec baldwin and the armorer hannah gutierrez reed will both be charged with two counts of voluntary manslaughter Founder, found, founding the death um, of Sophia Hutchins, who was killed uh, and that was October 2021 on Rust. Now, there's no charges being filed to the film's director who was also injured during the incident, um, but they said the charges will formally be filed before the end of the month. Now, after the announcement of charges, the um, Al Baldwin's attorney called them a terrible miscarriage of justice. He says the decision distorts um, Helena Hutchins' tragic death and represents a terrible miscarriage of justice. He said Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe that there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set. He relied on the professionals with whom he worked who assured the gun did not have live rounds. We will fight these charges and we will win, his lawyer added. Now, it's just, it's so strange. So attorneys for the district attorney said, um, Hannah is, and was always, Ben, very emotional and so sad about the tragic incident Um, and she did not commit involuntary manslaughter and it's just a weird thing, but that's not why Alec Baldwin was in the news this week, everyone. That's just his, (laughs) that's just what was going on behind the scenes in a recap of last week. Um, Alec Baldwin posted uh, he was forced to change the caption of a photo he posted of his wife, Hilaria Baldwin, um, uh, getting a back rub from their six-year-old son, Leo, after fans called it sexually suggestive. Now his first Instagram post, he said, um, the old, let me give you a back rub ploy, which prompted followers to call him out for his weird, uh, for his word choice. Uh, that's pretty effing weird or the comments it's, it's really strange. Um, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was that bad, but it's a little weird to be like your son's coming on to mommy with the old back rub trick. So he changed the caption, luckily. (laughs)
3: I mean, the Hilaria of it all it just mm. obviously makes this whole thing just like Alec Baldwin being charged with un- involuntary manslaughter and then Hilaria like talking to paparazzi in her fake accent, accent and yeah. like going places in public, holding one of the kids and like talking about how they have seven kids and like low key, I feel like showing up to places that she knows she's going to be able to give these declarations of how crazy this is. And it's like, stay home. There's a lot going on, Hilaria, like. I don't know, this is just, it's too much. And it's like, are the kids now, you know, posting things like that. So now that's what we're talking about versus like these charges, like it's just so layered. And so they're the worst.
2: But all of this, it's like, exactly, stay home And Alex, stay off social media Like, now is not the time to try to be gaining attention Or diverting attention It's like, just lay low
1: Right, and Hilaria Baldwin, when she was talking to Paparazzi Also seemed to reference this big Reddit conspiracy theory That she has faked all of her pregnancies (laughs) And she's sort of, yes, there is a Reddit conspiracy theory That, like, tried to point out her fake baby bumps And said that she did not actually carry any of them Mainly because I think she looks so good after she gives birth, but I think it's that's just the, the kind Ozempic. Of body... It's the Ozempic. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the yoga training and Ozempic combo. But she also like. How you would
2: say cucumbers.
3: Yeah. You just uh-huh. eating cucumbers. Como se dice ozempic? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so oh my In God, my the... um,
3: legal opinion, which is obviously a joke, everyone. I'm not a lawyer. Um, but I don't think this is going to, I think he's going to get off because from what I understand of the, the prosecutor is saying that like he is responsible because like he's also a producer on the movie and like he should have known this and I think that there's going to be examples of like other cases yeah. and like other actors and producers who are not the gun safety person on the set who were not held responsible. Um, but that's just my take. I think that the charges are a statement for sure. And I, I do kind of, I, I mean, I don't know, whatever the judge made that statement, you're an actor. I don't care. So there's something to be said for that. And we've, see, we've yeah. seen, we see that happen sometimes, but I don't think he's going to go to jail for this by any means. I think if anything, he's going to get like community service and a really big fine, but what do I know? It's kind of like when people, celebrities kill people with their car, as I refer to it as your Matthew Broderick, you're Caitlyn Jenner, you're Rebecca Gayhard. <laughs> These people don't brandy. go to jail yeah. yes brandy they they involuntary manslaughter they yeah. usually pay hefty fines and yep. do some sort of service um if he even gets that far because i saw, imagine alec baldwin has quite the legal team on yes. his on his he side does. so we'll see.
1: Thank you, General Counsel, for leading us there. That makes sense. I like your use of precedent (laughs) with other celebrities who have involuntarily killed people, and that they got off because lives rent free. Lives good, good. I'm glad you have that (laughs) section of your brain, uh, you know, quarantined off for all of the celebrities that have killed people. Well, let us go on to a very bittersweet day. It is the funeral for Lisa Marie Presley. It's really, really sad. Um, She was the only child of Priscilla and Elvis, and she's survived by her mother and her three daughters. And Lisa Marie is, of course, the mom of Riley Keough, as we talked about, whom she shared with Danny Keough. Danny and Lisa Marie were also parents to Benjamin, um, who sadly died of suicide in 2020 at age Mm -hmm. 27. Now Priscilla spoke to the masses. Everybody was invited to uh, this memorial service and paid their respects for her and Elvis Presley's daughter, um, who died on January 12th when she was 54. Uh, Her mother took the podium and spoke about her daughter's life and her love for her children. Daughter Riley and her twin daughters Finley and Harper Lockwood. Her late son Benjamin and Priscilla read a message from one of her granddaughters who spoke about their love for their mom. She said, I'm going to read something that my granddaughter wrote for you, for all of you. I have no idea how to put my mother into words. The truth is that there are too many. Lisa Marie Presley was an icon, a role model, a superhero to people all over the world. She was my mama, was my icon, my role model, my superhero Hero in so many more ways than one. Now this emotional ceremony was attended by Elvis star Austin Butler, Sarah Ferguson spoke, Bill Corgan, and Axl Rose, Alanis Morissette um, all performed. Um, and it was, of course, Lisa Marie was laid to rest at Graceland along her son, her father, and other family members, including Elvis's parents, uh, Vernon Gladys, and his grandmother, Minnie Mae um and it's it was a really like sad but i watched some of the clips and it was really heartwarming to hear everyone speaking at her so again really bittersweet day
2: and priscilla just looks incredible even if you look at the photos from the golden globes which was right before lisa marie tragically passed lisa marie and priscilla almost look like sisters not mother daughter Mm -hmm. priscilla presley has sort of preserved herself quite well um just super sad and i don't know there's more people buried at graceland than like the <laughs> footprint of the house it's very small it's a very yeah. small area but it will be very nice that fans can go and visit those graves
3: and i think one of the bigger headlines from the services was the reveal that riley has a daughter too mm-hmm. uh, her husband yes. i believe spoke on her behalf um yeah and revealed that they you know quietly or as we say secretly welcomed a daughter at some point they're not really giving many details but um so lisa marie was also a grandma and again as we said at the beginning you know tragic timing for a lot of reasons but not to mention the fact that Riley Keogh is kind of going to probably have this huge moment as Daisy Jones, yeah. in this very popular book and the show comes out in March. So sad, but also maybe gives her something to focus on. Hopefully maybe they got to watch the episodes as a family. Not that that's the most important thing, but you know, a huge moment in her career because yeah. I didn't really, I'm not
2: overly familiar with her work before this. Like I knew oh, she was so. amazing. And um, what's that? It was like a
1: Mad Max Fury Road
2: yeah but no no she's also in good, um, like the girlfriend experience season oh one. yeah
1: that and was she great is,
2: she's a brilliant actress i think that this is going to be very cool because it will showcase her singing and it's the first time that people will see that she actually has those those elvis chops those jeans so she does oh yeah sad sad super bittersweet
1: I know I interviewed her at Sundance because that premiered at the girlfriend experience and she was mm-hmm. just so cool too. Warm. like warm and inviting but cool girl and usually you don't get that all in the same package.
3: There has to be some just cool you get by being one of Elvis's relatives that's like just you're born with that you get, and then it's what you do with it. I guess Ask I would Justin imagine. Butler. Yes, yes. <laughs> you would know as someone who is, you know, become <laughs> him.
1: It is. Well, let us move on and talk about the uh, <laughs> the most scandalous new couple in the country. I'm talking about by Amy and TJ. Now, uh, baby woman Sarah heard I know you're on GMA3 Watch, and I know the answer, but are they back on GMA3?
3: They are still not back on GMA3. We are coming up on almost two months of them off the air. February 5th will be two months since GMA pulled Amy and TJ. From yeah. the air, but that's not stopping them from, you know, making out at Irish bars and yeah. seeing each other. Um, obviously we had sourcing saying that they are very likely to be out. Um, and we obviously have heard that they're lawyering up. Um and yeah. there's also like about a thousand other women, not that's a hyperbole, but a handful of other a women good, who have good amount who have alleged that they had um relationships with TJ in the last, you know, however many years he's worked at ABC, including one that was like an intern. So that's not a great look. This is The morning show
2: come to reality. Yes. Wow, wow, wow.
1: It is. And, Sarah, you're right. They have been spotted. Well, they're in Miami right now, and they were spotted getting drinks at an Irish pub, uh, the Full Shilling Bar, in case you want to visit a historical site in the Financial District uh, close I'm to TJ's apartment. Please do the Full Shilling. See if you see them. Um, and when you're there, this is how they entered. They were pictured arriving and leaving the pub's, pub separately, but they enjoyed drinks inside the bar's private seating area. Um, and It's just sort of wild because a source did tell us that the decision has been made upstairs at GMA3, ABC, whoever is making those decisions, that they are going to be let go and that Amy and TJ have hired lawyers and are going to try to fight it. And I think it's going to be a lot easier for Amy than it is for TJ since he's having a lot more affairs. And we're also hearing from a source that there's other news interests on news networks who are interested in hiring them as a couple to sort of do a morning joe type of show right because you know morning joe they're like the democrat and republican who are married and they do the show together they want them to have like a couple morning news show
3: as long as someone has to do a very intense investigation into tj we need to make sure these were all you know consensual Affairs. Sure. I still don't love a cheater by any means and like justice for his estranged wife and their like 10 year old daughter. Oh, and but it was at the their 13th time... wedding
1: anniversary over this weekend when Oof. they were in Miami.
3: Oof! But at the same time, like I would watch them have a show.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's it's ratings gold. I think we'd all tune in for that. Like see this scorn couple get back together um, to announce the news. I know that's what happened with all three of us. Um, and our last story today is sort of really sad, and it involves um, Jeremy Renner. Did you yeah. guys hear about his sad accident? Because it gets sadder. So Jeremy, Runner, uh, Jeremy Renner was hit when he tried to stop a snowblow um, from crushing his nephew, officials said. Now, this happened on January 1st, and Jeremy Renner seems to be really not in a great space and very hurt from the snowplow but it turns out he was doing it to save his nephew and pushed his nephew out of the way and then was crushed by the the device the parking brake was not engaged and um, it was one of those snow cats which run on a track and started sliding sideways and then Jeremy Renner in true Avengers um, you know like fashion used it to pull um, his nephew's truck his little truck like out of the snow and save him for being run over you know from this gigantic machine and I just thought that that was nice for Jeremy Renner and I just remember when Jeremy Renner had his app for fans of Jeremy Renner who could interact with him and it turned out to be this whole scam and this what makes is- me like him a lot more after that moment because it it was just very adventurousy.
2: I didn't remember that scandal at all, oh. but yeah, you know he's pretty banged up um, from this accident. He said that he broke how many bones, like something like
1: oh, there's a, a really there's a surfeit,
2: <laughs> crazy amounts of bones. But he was acting as a hero, and oh boy.
1: I know he was airlifted to the hospital and yeah, broke a surfeit of bones. I think TBD, we will throw the number at you because, Oh, sorry, more than 30 bones. He broke in the incident. that is so many well good job Jeremy Renner for being a hero and uh, we can't wait for you to revive your app now that you are a hero in real life (laughs) well that is all of the news we have today thanks Gwen thanks Sarah as always for being my amazing co-host today oh my computer's falling (laughs) Um, and still can me, spill all of this piping hot celebrity this is Travis Cronin Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glare or glitter, fashion, favorite, favorite celebrities. Because, after all, guys, at the end of the day, they're
2: on Ozempic. Yes.
1: All on Ozempic. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right. It. They're
2: That's all right. on Ozempic.
1: Consult a doctor and probably don't go on it because you gain the weight back right away. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.
4: <laughs> Bye.